One more time, we continue our study of the Tariyag Mitzvot, and we are up to the uh, 330th Mitzvah. And that is the Mitzvah of Sefirat, Sheva Shabbatot Shanim. It's a positive commandment in Parashat Behar. The Pasuk says, V'safarta lecha, Sheva Shabbatot Shanim, Sheva Shanim, Sheva Pe'amim. Then the Perek Chavhe, Pasuk uh, and the, uh, the Torah is telling us over here that it's a mitzvah on the Bet Din that they should count every year of the Shemitah they should count it seven times until they reach the Jubilee, the 50th year which is the year of Yovel similarly the way individuals count Sefirat Omer, the 49 days so it's a mitzvah on Bet Din to count the years up until the Yovel. And then they sanctify the 50th year. Uh, it also has a deen of Shemitah, Shemitah Ta'aris. There's also a freedom for slaves, and uh, male slaves and female, and properties return to their original owners. And the reason why we have such a mitzvah, the Chinuch writes, Sherasa Hashem Hashem wanted to Make it known to us, to the nation, ki hakol shelo, that everything ultimately belongs to God. And at the end of the day, the property and the assets will go back to the owners that Hashem wants them to go to. And therefore really nobody has possession over anything, only with the uh, permission of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ki lo ha'aris. The aim mitzvah, so what's the benefit of this mitzvah? Well, by counting and remembering the yovel, they'll keep them away from stealing, and they'll keep them away from coveting, because they know anyway, if God wants to take the land away, he could take the land away from them and return it. So why would you take something that uh, anyway, is ultimately the owner of it, and therefore, it, uh, it is a deterrent against taking or coveting things that don't belong to you. Here, a person owns the land, and what he owns, Borelam takes from him and gives it to somebody else in, in, in Jubilee year. So, all the, all the guy has a slave. All of a sudden, the slave goes free. So, Borelam controls the assets. But if a person thinks he's going to get away with stealing, he's not going to get away with the stealing. Borelam will always uh, ultimately take, uh, take it back. And further, the Rab says, that there's a sword. It says there's a secret over here uh, in the uh, inyan of the, the, the Yovel year. He says the sword of the days of how old the world will uh, exist. And we know the world will exist for a maximum of 6,000 years. And then there'll be 1,000 years that will be, uh, you know, uh, would be considered a special time, Yimota Mashiach. So he says similarly, we work the fields for six years and in the seventh year, there's a rest. And on a higher level, we have seven uh, Shemitahs, and then the 50th is a complete rest, and therefore that's uh, symbolizing that the world will exist for a period of six, and then in the seventh, uh, it'll be destroyed, and it'll be a new world order. Uh, furthermore, the, uh, the Rab says that there's a Kabbalah that we have, a tradition, that this counting has to be bapeh. The Torah tells us to count other things. For example, sefirat hazav, 
man or a female that's a zav, the pasuk says besafar lo, besafar la. They have to count. There, the tradition is they don't have to verbally count. They just have to keep track of which day of the zavut it is. But over here, when it came to besafarta lecha by yovel, the kabbalah was it has to be bapem. He says. The only difference is this goes to the tradition. Same word, I just had certain things we had a tradition to learn the pasuk this way and certain the other. For example, we have a pasuk by Miriam where it says that we have an obligation, Zachor, to remember what happened to Miriam. We have a pasuk by Yitzhak Mitzrayim to remember those events. But the Kabbalah is that when it comes to Miriam, you don't have an obligation to verbally remember it. But when it comes to Mitzrayim, you do have a verbal obligation. What's the difference between this Zachor and that Zachor? It's just based on the tradition of Hazal, the way they learned the, uh, the Pesukim. Now, the law of Yovel applies, uh, or this law of counting obviously applies when Yovel applies in Eretz Yisrael, and Yovel only applies when the majority of the tribes are in Eretz Yisrael. Now, it is Noheg partially in Chutz Laaris Yovel, the Gabe slaves, that even if a person is outside of Israel, the slaves do go free. Uh, the Shemitah, obviously not, because that's a law that applies to the land. And now the Chinuch does something very interesting, and he brings down a Mahloket Rishonim between Rashi and Rabbeinu Hananel exactly um, what year uh, Shemitah in his time, he's talking about the Chinuch now, he says, when's the next Yovel going to be, and when's the next Shemitah going to be? So he says, according to Rashi, uh, Rashi holds that the Shemitah was one year before the Hurban. And everybody agrees to that. The year before the Hurban, it was a Shemitah year. The Bet HaMikdash was destroyed in Shibi'it. And now we have a big Mahloket in what year the Hurban Bayit Sheni was. That she learns it was in the year 3828. And if that's the case, then Shemitah was in the year 3827. So then he says, if you count 170 Shemitahs from the last Shemitah before the Hurban, so 170 times 70 is 1190, and that will put Shemitah in the Chinuch's life in the year 5017. He says, according to Rashid, there was a Shemitah in 5017. And he says, Shehu Shenat Yud Zayin, this is Lashon of the Chinuch. He means Yudzai, meaning 55,017. But according to the Ben the Qurban actually was in the year 3829. Believe it, they have exactly when these things happened. And therefore, Shemitah was in the year 3828. And according to him, the Shemitah in Hanukkah's time would have been in the year 5018. And he writes, Ushnat Yudchet, Neda'at Rabbeinu Hananel. Yudchet means 5018. But ultimately, we don't. We do take Rabbeinu Hananel, but the uh, the, uh, uh, the, the the accepted opinion is that the Hurban was actually in the year thirty-eight thirty, and therefore Shemitah was in thirty-eight twenty-nine, and therefore comes out if you count two hundred and seventy-nine Yovels. I'm sorry, two hundred and seventy-nine Shemitahs from the year thirty-eight twenty-nine. That'll give you 1,953 years, which actually brings you to this year, Tavshin Pebet, which is a uh, Shemitah year. So we're following 
obviously uh, that opinion <coughs> that the uh, the Hurban uh, was again 3830 and the last Shemitah before the Hurban was 3829 just count seven years after that and you'll get to the year that we are in now and this year indeed we're in Noheg a Shemitah year this mitzvah is only Noheged when there is a Yovela as we said and you need a Bedin Sanhedrin because they're the ones that are actually doing the counting of the years and uh, since today we don't have a Bedin and we don't have Rov Yisrael yet living in Eretz Yisrael so therefore the law of Yovel and counting it does not apply <laughs>